0: Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. And Moriarty was secretly Irene Adler.
1: The entire time Or vice
0: versa Either either And if you
1: didn't want to know that Then you shouldn't be listening to the
0: show Because that is a spoiler That's exactly right Because what we do on this show Is we look at all the promotional material For an upcoming Hollywood blockbuster And then we attempt to predict As much of the plot As humanly possible Before the movie comes out And then of course When the movie comes out We go and watch the movie And see how close we got and if you want to put one of our previous predictions to the test, you currently can because in cinemas right now, just in time for the Halloween season is Halloween Ends, the conclusion of the Blumhouse Halloween trilogy. Mm. Are you excited to see that one Maddie D? Um yeah. You're a fan of the last one? I controversially was. so. Halloween Kills. Yeah, I, I, did, I did like it for other reasons. Oh, um, that's right. You saw it more as a comedy <laughs> rather than like a, a Halloween movie. So I don't know
1: how, how they're going to tie everything up.
0: Yeah, I'm very excited but, to see uh, how it is. We know, had a lot of bold it. predictions in that episode because that's what we're about on this show, making bold, bold predictions, predictions and seeing exactly. them come through. Exactly. So if you have Peacock, by the way, you can watch it on Peacock right now instead of going to the cinemas. But I think that's just a US only thing. Or if you have a VPN, you can Shh, tune we didn't in. We didn't tell you that. Otherwise, head down to the cinema, have some popcorn, have a good time, have a little bit of a fright fest of your own in your seat, and it should be a good time. But anyway, let's get into talking about the movie that we're here to predict this week. It's going to be way less scary, although I think I was a bit more frightened to approach it than I was Halloween Ends, (laughs) because this week we're talking about a straight-to-Netflix sequel, Enola Holmes 2. It was only a month ago that we were talking about how well we did with originally predicting Enola Holmes, of course, which came out in 2020, And now we're back again to talk about the sequel. Quite like the last movie, it's a Netflix exclusive. And the plot appears to be loosely based on the Nancy Springer novel, The Case of the Left-Handed Lady. Although looking into the plot of that, I'm not seeing a lot of parallels beyond A Girl Goes Missing. And that's about it. So
1: you didn't cheat either. Just want to have that out there. Well, there's no way
0: to cheat because the stories don't match up.
1: Well, I didn't even look at the the books at all. I was like, I'm going to stay away because I don't want to unintentionally... You know, cheat on this No, episode. of course not.
0: So, I looked into the plot of the book after I wrote my plot, quite like I did last time, and straight away I was like, I'm not seeing anything that matches what I'm seeing in the trailer. First of all, it's actually Dr. Watson who comes to Enola Holmes with the, the story of the missing girl. In fact, her mother is also missing- And they're worried that she's fallen to prostitution or something like that. Right. But I'm not seeing any evidence of that in the trailer. Dr.
1: Watson isn't in this series. As far as we
0: know, Dr. Watson's not in it. If he was, I'm sure he'd be more prominent in the trailer. I'm sure he'd have a a cast member actually cast in the, you know, the IMDB cast list. Yeah. And the the girl, you know, the left-handed girl. She draws charcoal drawings, and that's what leads Enola sort of down the path to finding clues. She she draws sketches of people in the street, and that gives her, like, a hint. Like I said, it doesn't seem to be connected to oh this my movie God, they're at probably going to do that. I don't think so. There's no evidence of that. But, you know, when we do our actual spoilers episode <laughs> in two years' time or whenever we get to it, mm. uh, this will be a good reminder if, you know, they were actually following the plot of that book and just not letting it on. Yeah. But again, I didn't cheat. I didn't use any elements from that story. In fact, I didn't even read it. So I don't even know what happens in that story beyond what they say on the back of the book. So everything here is just pure speculation because what do we know about this movie so far, Matty D? Okay,
1: look, Kieran, I found one trailer for this movie. I found another trailer. Yep, there is trailer only one. Did I'm, you find the fake I one? I found the fake one. Yeah, yeah I found the I fake one. I warned you about that trailer. I, I was like, oh, there's a second trailer. I was like... There's no dialogue. And then I started seeing like clips of like Robert uh, Downey Jr. (laughs) I was like, hang on a second. Uh, So there's only one trailer for this movie, there's a lot. That, that's happening in this in this trailer it's it's uh, yeah. it seems to sort of and at the same time nothing exactly this this was very hard I don't know if you felt this but oh, I, man. I felt this but so what we get is Anola uh, Holmes straight off the bat of the first movie is now set up a detective agency that's right I mean we can go into what we think but it seems like it's not going too well but she gets a case that um, you know a small girl wants her to find her sister and then we just see a lot of stuff
0: <laughs> that's right
1: Anola uh, homes running around we get to see Anola Holmes with uh, tukesbury Anola Holmes with sherlock holmes Anola yep. Holmes with her mother Anola yep. Holmes with this person with Enola, Edith. Yep. you know she's in the streets of london she's at a masquerade ball she's arrested she's running from police she's in the woods she's here she's in the park she's over there she's Things hanging are exploding. off a catter she's hanging off a catter it's so hard to just keep track of Everything that's happening. I feel like we've seen the whole movie in this trailer, but piecing it together is is a the challenge. It's, it's a the challenge. It's an Enola and,
0: Holmes level mystery that we're going to have to put together. I
1: know you're going to get into like what the bio is and what the premise is, but it, mm. it, there's very little information of what the story actually is other than, hey, I'm, I want you to find my sister Enola Holmes. What happens there? Who
0: knows? Well, I can almost guarantee you, given that this doesn't appear to be based on the book that everyone says that it's based on, I can guarantee you this is pretty much an original plot just written for this movie specifically. You're probably right. Because I can guarantee you 100% that all the characters that appeared in the last movie didn't appear in the sequel book, and they wanted to work them all back in. So, obviously, Sherlock is going to turn up again, but characters like Edith and Tewksbury, I can guarantee you, were not in the sequel novel, and so they wanted to work those characters back in, so they had to come up with their own plot.
1: Yeah, even though, and you might disagree with me, and I'm already shown my cards early, I don't think they will be super prominent in this movie. That's just my opinion. Sure, but, okay. Um, but well, I guess we'll, we'll see. I think I think they've kind of been shoehorned in.
0: Okay, fair enough. You reckon that Tewksbury's just relegated to a cameo, even though he's fairly prominent in the trailer? A
1: little bit more than a cameo.
0: Okay, but, but you reckon he'll be in the movie less than he was last time? Yes. Okay, interesting. Interesting. Would you like to hear the official synopsis from Netflix itself? I would love to. I'm sure it'll clear everything up. Oh, just you wait. So, it goes, Enola takes on her first official case as a detective, but to solve the mystery of a missing girl, she'll need help from friends and brother Sherlock. (laughs) And that's it. That was the uh, official synopsis from Netflix. Great. Doesn't really tell us much.
1: No. I read another synopsis somewhere about, like, her being in the streets of London and things like that.
0: But that's pretty obvious. Mm. Where else is she going to be? In France?
1: Yeah. Well, I I read I saw an interview where they were talking about uh, this one's going to be really this one's going to be more gritty. Yeah, Can that's you, right. I heard, heard that? that as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: more people are going to be killed on screen, <laughs> presumably in brutal so. ways, like like in the first movie where maybe Anola is forced into prostitution. Wow, that
1: that is <laughs> a step up. Did you know Millie Bobby Brown is a producer in this movie?
0: Yeah, that's right. She is. That's crazy. So she's made her money from the first movie, obviously, and she's coming back. So everyone who stars in a, in a project essentially funds it. So Jodie Foster was the producer of Silence of the Lambs. That's a dated reference. Uh, Brian Cranston produced uh, Breaking Bad. Bob Odenkirk produced Better Call cool Saul. It's just a common thing that happens. Right. So yeah, I think Millie Bobby Brown may have even been a producer on the previous movie as well. But I couldn't confirm that without yeah. looking it up. Because based
1: on the media I'm seeing, she's she's got a lot of, sway. and I think she would have had sway in the first movie. But it seems like she's making decisions about the direction of this movie. Interesting,
0: yeah. So um, maybe that'll tie into our prediction. Who knows? I know she said she was very excited to come back because she had such a good time making the first. movie. She said movie. it
1: was a passion project.
0: Yeah, I heard that as well.
1: Which I guess, like we raved about her performance in the first Anola home. So it makes that's sense, right. you know, that she really and she's a fan of the books. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, so it makes sense.
0: We only talked about. The last Enola Holmes movie a couple of weeks ago when we went back and explored our plot. And we both, as you just said, we raved over her performance. And we we said that we didn't necessarily have a bad time watching the movie, but... For some reason, I get the impression that both you and I weren't looking forward to predicting this movie or even watching it. What is is the deal with that? Why don't you (laughs) want to see this new movie? Look, here's the thing for me, because I guess when we
1: first tackled Enola Holmes, and you can go back and listen to that previous episode where we predicted Enola Holmes 1, but Mm. we didn't think it was going to be a good movie. We kind of of dragged our feet about it. Yeah. and but I think both you and I would never have watched Enola Holmes had it not been for this show of course we not, watched no. it and we were pleasantly surprised we're like wow that re- that was really good and I have no doubt and I'm saying this now I have no doubt that Enola Holmes 2 will be as good maybe a little less good
0: a good uh, as it could be the terminator 2 of Enola Holmes I, I don't know
1: it might be i might find it less enjoyable than the first one but i think it's going to be good what i'm not looking forward to and what i haven't been looking forward to is trying to dissect this plot cuz these kind of movies are hard as it is but there's yeah. little to no information
0: and the, the last movie looks way easier in yeah. comparison to predict um like we had it easy and we were dragging our feedback yeah. through, but now we have a real challenge yeah
1: so that's it and i'm sure when it comes out it'll be a good time It's not a movie that I'm in a hurry to go see. It was a fun first movie, but, you know, I wasn't being like, ooh, I can't wait for the next one.
0: And it's only coming out in a matter of weeks, too. Yeah, So we just have to wait just roughly a month, and we can see this movie in cinemas. Less than a month, in fact. Yeah. So about three weeks from now, we can actually well, not even in the cinemas; it's on Netflix. It is. So we can pop on Netflix and watch the sequel straight away. And it was a
1: it was a home run for Netflix this one. Oh yeah, that we spoke last about movie. it before.
0: Yeah, it was a huge success, as we found out a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, of course, and of course, with the success of Stranger Things as well, which Millie Bobby Brown stars in, they're going to have to ride this cash cow for as long as it lasts. We could be seeing a whole series of Enola Holmes adventures in the future, maybe. And we'll be predicting all of them. Oh, great. <laughs> It'll become the Enola Holmes show. Our podcast, that kind of sounds like a level of hell. The really. Enola Holmes and Marvel show. <laughs> That's all we predict. So let's talk about who's in this movie. Of course, starring as Enola Holmes herself, we talked about her already, is Millie Bobby Brown. Last time we talked about her was when she was in Enola Holmes. Yes. Most of these actors are returning, and the only ones we'll really focus on here are the ones who are new. Mm-hmm. So, of course, returning as Sherlock Holmes is Henry Cavill. Returning as Viscount Tewkesbury is Lewis Partridge, apparently he was a really popular character in the previous movie. That People really loved him. They thought he was really handsome. He is really handsome. Well, he was a child in the previous movie. Yeah. But, you for know.
1: that for that audience. He's, he's an adult now. He's a but, pretty boy.
0: Know, the young girls, he was like the standout star for the young girls who loved the previous movie. Because I was reading the comments on the YouTube trailer for this <laughs> new movie. And they're all like, oh, I'm so glad that good old Lewis is coming back for this one. I'm like, who's Lewis? Oh, Lewis Partridge. Or right. Jooksbury. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's going to have a
1: big presence in the movie if he's such a crowd favorite.
0: Yeah, apparently so. So, he wasn't really in the first Enola Holmes too much. He was no. like a focus point. Point, But I think he may have a bigger role in this movie Contrary to your opinion Okay So next up, returning us the character of Lestrade Inspector Lestrade a Adil Akhtar We didn't even mention him in our original Enola Holmes episode Because we didn't know he was going to be in the movie No, I think I
1: thought he was going to be the secret bad guy Yeah,
0: me too you know,
1: We, we didn't, didn't even know,
0: know he was going to be Lestrade We didn't
1: Well, yeah I- <laughs> Dr. Watson doesn't appear in Anola Holmes 1. I have a feeling he's not going to appear in Holmes, Anola Holmes Just
0: call it Holmes. I'll know which one you're talking about because right. you put two at the end <laughs> if you're talking about the sequel. Right. But, like, I, I guess I didn't think Lestrade was
1: going to be in that original movie, so I thought he was going to be a different character. But,
0: yes, yeah. we know now he is Lestrade. Yeah, and we, can, we know that he's not going to be the secret bad guy because Lestrade is never the secret no, bad guy. He's too a, stupid. He's too stupid, and he's, of course, he's always a hero. He's usually the one who gives Sherlock his cases, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, well, he has a competitive relationship with Sherlock. Yeah, that's right. And Sherlock very much belittles him, but he's working on the good side of the law, so...
0: Of course. So, next up, returning as the character of Edith is Susie Wakoma, who was in charge of, like, a a women's flight school above a tea shop in the previous movie. Mm. And it looks like she may have a bigger role. One of the complaints I had in our actual spoilers episode for Enola Holmes was that Edith, the character of Edith, did nothing in the movie, except maybe talk to Enola Holmes and talk to Sherlock and... Give a little bit of background information. Yeah. Uh, She did reveal a little bit of information about Limehouse, I remember, but aside from that, she didn't physically do anything in the movie. No. So I'm hoping she is more of an active character in this new movie. In fact, I predicted that she's going to be.
1: I'm surprised that character is back, but I guess
0: she's got to be back for a reason. Yeah, there's got to be a reason. Maybe people liked her in that last one. Maybe she signed a contract <laughs> with a three-picture deal. Who yeah. knows? But yeah, she's definitely back. I definitely squeezed her in. So next up, retaining as the character of Eudoria Holmes is Helena Bonham Carter, who we ended up ultimately liking in that previous movie, maybe because she wasn't in it too much. <laughs> I'm not seeing too much of her in this trailer. Maybe she'll have a bigger role in this movie. Who knows? No, but no. And I guess the last movie left with a
1: cliffhanger where they joined together. So
0: Well, they didn't join together. Well, no, no, no. But They, he, they met up they at met the up. end yeah. and Eudoria was just like, look, our lives are never going to be the same as it was when you were a child. I'm going to do my own thing now. You can do your own thing now. You're yeah. an independent woman. Off you go.
1: Yeah, so I guess, is there going to be a relationship patch up? Is something going to happen there? I guess that's what this movie is going to address. But she's definitely there in the trailer. Yeah, she's definitely there. Blowing stuff up by
0: the look of it. Yeah. I can't wait to hear what your theories around her are, if you do have any theories on her at all. Secret bad guy. Yeah, exactly. She's actually going to rip off a mask and it's going to be revealed that she's Moriarty the whole time.
1: In all seriousness, what if she is the secret bad guy of the whole series? That would be awesome. Don't think it's going to happen, but that would be awesome.
0: That would be interesting. So, next up, let's talk about some of our new characters and actors this time. Playing the character. Well, we don't even know this character's name. Uh, we have the actress Sharon Duncan Brewster, who is probably most famous for being in the Water on Mars. Is that the name of the episode of Doctor Who? The one with the slobbermouth no people. She was also in Rogue One and Dune recently. She is appearing somewhat prominently in the trailer. Somewhat prominently. It looks like she is a person that Enola is investigating. She seems to pop up in locations that Enola is at. She's,
1: see, she comes across as a very well-off,
0: wealthy person. Aristocratic right? woman. Mm,
1: aristocratic, yes.
0: That's right. Which is, seems a little bit, uh, you know, historically inaccurate. Uh, you know, we we
1: go back in history and we decide, you know, what to focus on and what not to focus
0: on. Yeah. We won't say why, but <laughs> once the movie comes out, you'll understand why. But you know, if, unless we look a little bit racist. But I, like we're saying, we're just going from history here. And it's kind of like the Disney thing of like glossing over dark periods in history and yeah. sort of pretending like stuff didn't happen. Like Princess and the Frog. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, all of this horrible stuff that we did to African-Americans, just forget that that happened. And, you know, revisionist history here. It feels a little bit like that. But let's see what they actually do with the movie before we really judge. But if it's anything like the last movie, we can presume what it's going to be like. <laughs> so next up, I'm very excited to talk about this character. I have no idea who he's playing, but David Thulis appears to be some sort of, they say he's a shady police inspector is that what they say because i i read that somewhere but that's not officially confirmed i did not see anything about him well he is with police officers in the trailer in the one shot that we see of him he's he's always that's a good assumption he's always a shady guy he always plays a bad guy he always plays a bad guy now of course everyone knows him best from being the worm in james and the giant peach right (laughs) (laughs) of course he was professor lupin in harry potter Not necessarily a bad guy in that, but he was very prominently the main bad guy in Fargo Season 3, where he was VM Varga, one of my favourite TV show villains of all time. He put a penis in someone's coffee mug. (laughs) It was great. Wasn't he the bad guy in Wonder Woman? Yes, he was. He He was was the CGI monstrosity Ares. Well, he became a CGI monstrosity at the end, but yeah, he was the bad guy in Wonder Woman. Uh, I think it's fairly obvious that he may be, if not a bad guy, a somewhat antagonistic character in this movie. If he's not your secret bad guy in your plot, I don't know who else would be. Oh, yeah. Who else could it be? And last but not least, playing another character we don't know is Hannah Dodd. And we most recently saw her in Eternals. If you remember the character of Sprite from that movie. Yes. At the start of the movie, she's in a bar. She turns into an adult in the bar to blend in. So, because Sprite is a child-like character, she's eternally a child. She casts illusions to make herself look like other people. She makes herself look like an older woman, and that older woman was Hannah Dodd. And when I say older woman, I mean in her 20s. Yeah.
1: And where does this character appear in the trailer? Because I've not noticed her.
0: Ah, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. Okay. But she was just listed as one of the top cast, so she has to be important in some way. But we will see. Interesting. That's something for us to discuss way off in the future. Yeah. So should we get straight into our plots? Yes.
1: Let's rip this Band-Aid off because I feel like it is a Band-Aid. That's
0: and I have great. a peeling Band-Aid ready to go, so do you mind if I go first? Take the floor, sir. I went first in that original Enola Holmes episode, so I might as well go again first this time.
1: Before you say what you're going to say, my plot yeah. is an absolute fucking Dog's breakfast? Mess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mine it's, too. It is a mess. It is a mess. So, this is this was so hard. Yes. Okay, I'm glad we're effort. on the same
0: page. It was such an effort. It was yeah. like pulling teeth for me. So there's no information in the trailer we have no information on the plot aside from Enola Holmes is investigating the disappearance of a girl. We know that Sherlock Holmes is investigating a separate case and yeah. they end up tying together. That's pretty much it.
1: Yeah, and it just felt like you were piecing, or at least this is how I felt, you were piecing pieces from the trailer and you're like, yes. Okay, this can happen and then this can happen and then this and then this can happen, and then you were like, Oh wait, that can't happen here because this happens here yes. and she's wearing this dress here. Yes. So yes. I've got to rearrange, but if this happens and this and then her mother's here at this stage, but how
0: did she meet her mother when she was there with Sherlock there and Yep, I was exactly the same It hurt Yes It hurt I'd be surprised if we got We're going to have 100% different plots You say that, but I think we're going to have similar plots But I guess we'll see But I just wanted to say that this We're going to have different plot points We're going to have different plots We're going to have different characters It's going to be crazy <laughs> Alright, alright Because this, this, my plot is purely speculation <laughs> Everything is just made up I feel really bad I felt like a real Matty D writing this one because. <laughs> Everything was just being pulled out of my ass with no evidence whatsoever. Interesting. And I was just following sort of what happened in the last movie and then sort of going, oh, what sort of happens in this kind of movie? So mm. let's get into it. So I think the movie is going to open, not with a childhood flashback. We had that in the first movie Interesting. already. Interesting. So the movie is going to open very much like the trailer because that works so well for me last time. It's going to open just like the trailer with Enola running away from two policemen through the back streets of London. She ends up cornered in an alley and she tells the audience that she should probably explain what's going on. Of course, we rewind, we jump back in time, and we have a recap of who she is exactly, and we also briefly outline what happened in the previous movie.
1: I'm Enola Holmes, which backwards means
0: alone. Yeah, we're going to see all of that again. She's like, if you didn't catch our last adventure, (laughs) this is what happened in a nutshell. A guy was missing, I went to a boarding school, shit happened, it took two hours, but somehow I can condense it down to a sentence. And as I predicted in our original Enola Holmes episode, Enola has now opened up her own detective agency and sees herself as a finder of lost souls. But all of her potential clients either see her as too young, too female, or they just want to use her to speak to Sherlock Holmes. Too female. You're too yeah.
1: female Well, oh, you're Sexism and, and
0: feminism is a big part of these movies oh, yeah, of So course. of course we have to work that in Oh yeah. you're a woman <laughs> That's
1: most unorthodox
0: <laughs> You can't investigate my wife's affair <laughs> What are you doing outside? Yeah exactly What are you doing out of the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> that hurt you didn't it? Yeah and is tired of being compared to Sherlock And just wants to stand out as her own person That's going to be a very important part of her character in this one Interesting So just a little bit of background on London itself In this movie London is going to be in the middle of an economic boom so, factories and banks are doing very well. And how, do, how come I'm mentioning that? How does that tie into the plot? We will find out eventually.
1: Uh, is it because Sherlock Holmes hits a sign
0: that says banks rising? Yeah, that's part of it. And uh, we do see a poster saying in the background, uh, "Economy booming" as well in one oh, scene. That's great. So Anola is currently at odds with Sherlock as she explains that he was involved with tracking down their mother, Eudoria, and having her arrested for her continued terrorist attacks against the government. Oh no, uh, she's she's arrested. That's right. So Eudoria is currently in jail.
1: Well, that makes sense. That makes total sense. She was a narcissist.
0: That's right. So- narcissist. <laughs> so, as, a, as Enola explained to us, you know, my mother was a freedom fighter, yeah. you might call her a terrorist, we see her blowing up letterboxes, we see her blowing up, you know, all sorts of things, and the police department, they're like, well, who knows, Eudoria, as well as one of her family members, they get Sherlock to hunt it down, I'll go into this a little bit later. One night, as Enola finally decides to give up on her agency, she packs her bags and goes to leave, but then a young girl enters Enola's detective agency, clutching a pamphlet, The young girl asks if Enola can help find her older sister, who has been missing for a week. The girl's older sister, who I called Rachel, because that was who I'm presuming the actress who's playing the older sister is. Rachel! So, the character's name is just Rachel. We'll find out what her name is, actually. So, Rachel worked for the Lion Matchstick factory, which was run by Madame Brewster. So, Madame Brewster is, of course, Sharon Duncan Brewster's character. So, I just called her Madame Brewster. <laughs> yeah. The, Very lazy.
1: So, you're just using the actors' names.
0: Absolutely. That's always the way that I go. Okay. So, Enola takes on the case out of principle and rejects the offer of payment. So, the little girl's just like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm living alone now. My sister was looking after me, but she's been missing. I don't know what to do. I don't have any money. But Enola's just like, don't worry about it, child. I'm going to do this because it's the right thing to do. Nice. So, Enola explains that Sherlock's latest case has him uncharacteristically stumped. As he has been tasked to investigate a series of robberies in various factories and workhouses across the city, Sherlock hasn't found any pattern between the robberies, and it almost appears that these thefts are being conducted by different people every time, and almost don't appear to be planned. So the stuff that he would typically use to draw together clues isn't coming together from his. They like, don't. They don't. They rob- all. They all
1: appear to be random. Right. They don't rob the factories uh, on a long weekend. Um, no, that's know, right. With, with an abandoned building next to it. No.
0: There's no evidence, I think I explained this a little bit later on, but there's no evidence of any break-in either, so there's no, like, broken locks, there's no smashed windows, so he has no idea how they're getting in and out, it's just people are reporting that stuff has gone missing, and there's no pattern to the locations either, so one might happen on this side of London and another one on the completely it's other side an of inside London. inside job. Maybe, maybe. Enola sneaks into the matchstick factory, and so this is the Lion matchstick yep. factory, and spies on a meeting with Madame Brewster, but she's soon discovered when her clumsiness gets the better of her. So she might bump into something and make a noise, and they're like, who's that crouching over there listening <laughs> in our conversation? Enola announces herself as a detective and questions Madame Brewster and the floor manager about Rachel. When Madame Brewster and the other staff at Lion Matches refuse to answer Enola's questions, since they act as though Rachel never even worked there in the first place, Enola decides to pay Sherlock's office a visit. Since Sherlock was investigating a robbery at Lion Matches anyway, surely he'd have some detailed notes on Brewster and the factory. Make sense so far? This is very interesting, Kieran. Very interesting. In all it breaks into Sherlock's house at 221B Baker Street. Yes, we're actually going to see it in this movie since oh. we never saw it last time. And Sherlock's office is in shambles since he has desperately tried to put his clues together. So he's got like, you know, he's got like wires up on the wall pointing at different things and a big question mark. Looks like, you know, the Riddler's been there. Enola finds some notes online, Matches and learns that Madame Brewster will be attending a high-class event in a few nights. Oh
1: my god, this is fucking blowing my mind here.
0: (laughs) However, Enola is interrupted by Sherlock returning home and she hides behind a large map of London. Sherlock can tell instantly that someone has been in his study and he finds Enola's hiding spot right away. Enola avoids questions about her case and confronts Sherlock about turning their mother over to the police. Sherlock explains that it was just a job And he didn't want Eudoria to do anything too extreme So she hadn't killed anybody at this stage But he thought she might be leading up to that point wow. Remember in the first movie She was going to blow up like the House yeah. of Parliament or whatever Kill people, yeah and kill, But potentially kill Tewksbury Yes If it wasn't for Enola's sheer dumb luck That could have happened Sheer luck (laughs) As Sherlock is in a continually agitated state due to his current case He plays the violin poorly to calm himself down And Of course, Millie Bobby Brown looks quirkily at the camera
1: (laughs) Is that poorly playing the violin? It sounded pretty shit to me (laughs) Okay, right Because he's starting to crack, I guess it makes sense He's bothered, yeah
0: Well, nobody ever said that Sherlock was good at playing the fiddle I thought Sherlock was good at everything Yeah, well, not in this movie Around this point in the movie, we're also introduced to Inspector Varga, who is David Thewlis' character. I just called him Varga after VM Varga from Fargo Season 3. Right. And Varga works alongside Inspector Lestrade and doesn't have the same respect for Sherlock that Lestrade has. So he's unhappy with Sherlock's progress in the factory robbings and is even more unimpressed that there's yet another home snooping around.
1: Mm. Is he is he on a, a higher level than Lestrade?
0: They're on about the same level, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, they work in the same department, but yeah, like I said, he's just a very different man to Lestrade.
1: Right. He's just like, Why are you humoring this guy Why Yeah, letting exactly. this guy come in and
0: he do doesn't believe in Sherlock's genius the same way that Lestrade does. Right. He's very doubtful and he's very negative towards Sherlock. Yeah. He thinks he's more he, he reckons he'd probably do a better job, essentially. That night, Enola sneaks into the lion factory in order to find more clues, but she's soon attacked from behind by a mysterious man, and after a brief scuffle, we see that it is Sherlock. Boom. Just like we see in the trailer. When Sherlock realises that Enola is working on her own case, he puts together that their two cases may be related, as Rachel's disappearance may be related to the robberies, somehow. They agree to work together, and Sherlock suggests that Enola goes in disguise to the high-class event that Madame Brewster is attending, since he's too recognisable. If he walked in, everyone would be like, hey, Sherlock! You're investigating so something, aren't you?
1: He's going to send Enola in.
0: That's right. She's less recognizable and she's going to be in disguise as well. Right. But Enola needs an invitation to get into the event. And so she goes-
1: And who would she
0: go so to? So she goes to her old pal, Lord Shooksbury, for no
1: help. No way!
0: Enola and Shakespeare will share an awkward chemistry throughout the movie. And a lot of the moments from the previous movie will be rehashed again here. Because we love those previous moments. So, you know, they haven't really grown at this stage as, as characters, so they're pretty much just rehashing what they did in the previous movie for most of it.
1: Yeah, and they don't end up together at the end of the last movie. Spoilers. Yes. So, I guess there's, there's a little bit of will they, won't they. Exactly,
0: exactly. So, Tewksbury, of course, has an invitation, but refuses to help Enola unless she gets a kissy. No, unless- <laughs> Finally get our kissy. Unless she involves him in the case. Enola doesn't want Tewksbury involved quite naturally, but realises that she hasn't got much choice. She realises either- let him help her or she's not getting into this event. Enola attends the event as Tewksbury's guest, which is taking place in a theatre. Really fancy looking theatre. After an impressive burlesque performance, I didn't know what else it would be. It's Enola- like an acrobatic exactly show. Right? It's a real sort of like variety act, which is why I thought burlesque. But it's probably it's a, a long time before real burlesque shows actually happen. So Enola spies Madame Brewster talking backstage with a sinister looking leader of the burlesque group. Maybe they exchange money. There's something dodgy going on here. So, I'm never going to be able to guess every single detail of a mystery plot like this. And we almost- Cop out. N- and we know almost nothing about it. So, there's going to be a few gaps in logic throughout my plot, just to warn you straight right, away okay. here. So, all of this is speculation. I think we know this. Yes. Anola soon learns that her mother is in danger somehow. Maybe she's sentenced to be executed, you know, for all of her crimes. Yeah, Definitely. And she decides to break her out of jail. So she teams up with Edith, and the two plan an elaborate way to smuggle Eudoria out of prison by faking her death.
1: I guess this makes sense. There's a precipice for this, because in the first movie, Enola Holmes went in a different direction, ignored the main plot of the story to go do some other things. That's uh, right. I think she went to save Chooksbury. So, yes, she could do this.
0: But unbeknownst to them, when they arrive at the jail to break Eudoria out... Eudoria has her own plans for escape and blasts her way out of her cell using explosives that she had smuggled in. She likes bombs, right? Exactly. So this throws a spanner in the works and Enola, Eudoria and Edith are forced to flee in a carriage while being pursued by prison guards. When their carriage loses a wheel or just generally breaks down, they are forced to fight the guards in hand-to-hand combat and easily take them down, since they're all trained to... you know, Kung Fu or whatever it was that they do. We all knew this, yeah. Yeah. We saw it in the first movie. Exactly. Eudoria suspects that there's a bigger plot at hand than just the factory robberies and suggests that Enola looks deeper. Enola is now wanted for her involvement in this jailbreak and spends the rest of the movie on the run from Inspector Varga. So Inspector Varga is the one hot on her case. He's always like, I always knew she was trouble. <laughs> <laughs> going to put my penis in her mug wow. and then force her to drink out of it. Wow. <laughs> it's a Fargo reference, as I said before. Sherlock is annoyed at Enola's rash actions, since all of this wasn't part of the plan, and he and Tewksbury are forced to distance themselves from Enola, so Enola's very much on her own at this point onwards. Ah, exactly like her name backwards, you know, alone. There you go. (laughs) This brings us to where the movie started, and Enola manages to slip away from the two policemen chasing her. Maybe she slides under their legs and runs around a corner, who knows? Hides in a pig pen, disguises herself as a pig. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Okay, here we go. This is where everything comes together for me. In investigating the burlesque performers further... Inola discovers that they are responsible for the robberies around town. Mm. Using their flexibility and trapeze skills, as we saw on the stage, they're able to sneak in and out of factories unnoticed without showing any signs of a break-in. So, earlier this week, I watched the movie The Great Train Robbery, and in that movie, they hire like this sort of contortionist who is able to sneak in and out of places that most people wouldn't be able to get to. He can climb up buildings really easily. He sneaks in through the skylight, and so I pretty much just stole that for this movie. (laughs) So, so they contort their way into buildings. That's right. And they swing on ropes the same way they would swing on the trapeze.
1: Like a spineless, like or you know, it's a spineless creature like a mouse. Does.
0: Essentially, essentially. So they're working together as a team and then using the skills that they have on stage to make the robberies, they're able to slip in and out unnoticed, essentially. Mm. And Sherlock is not looking at it from the point of view that they may be performers or have these skills.
1: Right, but Enola is, which is why she gets close to this case.
0: That's right. So, the whole reason that this comes together is because Rachel happened to see these performers one night while she was working in the lion factory. Mm -hmm. She was staying back late to clean up a mess or something that she'd made. And so, the Burlesque performers had Rachel kidnapped and Madame Brewster was paid to cover up Rachel's employment so the police would never know she existed. Because if Sherlock found out about her disappearance, of course, he would, you know, start tracking her down, so on and so forth. So. In the eyes of the police and the Lion Factory, as I suggested before, Rachel never existed. So, the only person who knew about Rachel was Rachel's younger sister. Nobody knew that Rachel had a younger sister. And this is the whole reason that Enola got involved in the first place. Yeah. Making sense so far? yeah, yeah. Clutching at straws, it feels like doing. You, you know, there's not much in this trailer, man. No, exactly. So, this leads us to a final confrontation at the theatre, where Enola fights the lady bad guys, as is the rule in these movies, while Sherlock and Tewksbury fight the bigger, burlier men. Tewksbury gets his ass handed to him a little bit, and one of the performers pulls a knife on Tewksbury, and Sherlock throws Tewksbury a sword that he draws from his walking cane. We saw that in the trailer. Very nice. Exactly. A bad guy is graphically killed in the scene, since that's <laughs> what they did in the last movie. They've got to do it again this time. Right. And it's darker and grittier. Yeah. Just as they defeat the baddies, Inspector Varga turns up to arrest them. But he doesn't want to arrest the performers. Oh, no. Instead, he wants to arrest Enola, Sherlock, and Tewksbury. Because he's a bad guy. You see, the performers were working with Varga the whole time, and Varga had set up the factory robberies to distract Sherlock from an even greater conspiracy. I knew it. And you're going to see this coming a mile off, because you're probably going to do the same thing in your plot. Varga turns out to be, in fact, Moriarty. I don't know why Sherlock wouldn't recognize him, since they're arch nemesis. Oh, Okay. And like I said, David Thewlis has to be the bad guy. And why not make him Moriarty? You can have him coming back in in other sequels. And with Sherlock distracted and Eudoria in jail, he planned to do something to hurt the British economy. It's going to be a very complicated scheme. It has to do with tax bonds or something like that. He was going to steal. He was going to steal gold. Whatever it is. I'm never going to be able to guess what Moriarty's master plan is. So the factory
1: robberies are linked into a bigger conspiracy. Biggest conspiracy. So it's not
0: tied to what he's specifically doing. I mean, it helps him finance what he's doing, but he's, he just did it as a distraction for Sherlock. So, Sherlock is not looking into what he's doing. Right. Makes sense? And okay. the only other person who would have been able to work this out was Eudoria, but he had Eudoria put in jail. Because if you remember, he was the one who tasked Sherlock with having Eudoria arrested. So, he right. got her out of the way. He didn't know about Enola Holmes, which is why he didn't factor her in. So, this whole plot is busy work for Sherlock.
1: Exactly. And
0: subsequently arresting Eudoria. Eudoria. But because Moriarty wasn't aware of Enola, her investigation into the disappearance of Rachel caused the whole scheme to be uncovered. Damn. So, if it wasn't for Enola looking into this <laughs> disappeared girl, this would have been a flawless plan on Moriarty's behalf. Enola helps Sherlock defeat Moriarty. Maybe they both punch him in the face together. <laughs> I love it. And he is taken to jail by Lestrade, because we love taking bad guys to jail. Of course, he's going to break out, and they're like, oh, no, he's broken out, da, setting da, up da. for another movie. But, you know, I didn't go into that too much. Rachel is reunited with her sister, so the burlesque people just had to tied up somewhere and all is well again. Enola is pardoned for her involvement in the jailbreak since, you know, the the actual police discovered that, you know, Moriarty was pulling the strings the whole time, but Eudoria still remains at large because she's still a terrorist. (laughs) Enola and Shooksbury finally have a kissy, but Enola isn't ready to settle down yet. She still has many more cases to solve. And that is the end of my Enola Holmes 2 plot. There you go. Fantastic. How do you feel? Not confident at all. (laughs) You and me both. Should I go straight into what I think? Absolutely, I'd love to hear Can it. Can I just say by we... the way? Yes. By the way, the, the reason that there was so much speculation going into my plots is because we've been doing a lot of actual spoilers recently where you've been accusing me of just going from what's in the trailer yeah. and not expanding on it at all. But as we know from the last couple of actual predictions that I've made, I'm way more willing to go out on a limb and a lot of the time it pays off. I'm hoping this is another <laughs> circumstance where it pays off. <laughs> But let's listen to what you've got to say.
1: Sure. First thing off the bat, this movie is going to be very different from the first one, as in it's going to take place a lot in the city of London. So it's going to be, that's going to be a character unto itself. It's going to focus on. How did
0: you know it was London, by the way? Because they said it was London. Did you look at one of the. (laughs) Yeah, I looked at at the double-decker buses and focused on the street name.
1: Yeah, and it's going to focus on, like, the working class and that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's going absolutely. to be
0: very, very gritty. So, that that thing straight off the bat. So, much like- Wouldn't You think it's more so a juxtaposition between the working class and the upper class? Yes, and I think it goes into that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very so, good.
1: So- We're going to start exactly like in the trailer. Does this sound familiar? Yes. Because this movie will start with Enola Holmes running through the gritty streets of London, being pursued by the law. She runs to a dead-end street and turns to face the police that are pursuing her. And she announces to us, the audience, I can explain. What's that? Where to begin. Where to begin. (laughs) And then, of course, we have a flashback. Now, much like in your plot, Enola Holmes will catch everyone up to speed. Very, very briefly with the events of the first movie and her life, and it'll be done so in, like, the same kind of style, you know, like, uh, clippings of pictures and that kind That's of thing. That's right,
0: hand-drawn pictures that are animated.
1: Yeah, or, or photographs and things like that. Sure. So, we get up to speed... And she explains that after the events of the first movie, she opened up her own detective agency Mm -hmm. and she even
0: has an office. Do you remember in our actual spoilers episode where you're like, I don't want to give you any points for saying that she opened up her own detective agency because she clearly doesn't in the movie. She
1: doesn't in the movie, though. She does in this movie.
0: She says at the end of the previous movie. But we don't see it. I know we don't see it, but she says that she is a detective and A Fine of Lost Souls.
1: In hindsight, that is a correct point. But in the movie, if the movie was an isolated thing-
0: she doesn't set up. I'd end up Except giving you points anyway. I know. But I still but think just, it's funny that it's such a prominent part of this trailer. Yeah, <laughs> but like, just, oh, that just, didn't happen. just because she says it doesn't mean it happens, you know? Well, saying something in the movie means it's true. Anyway, <laughs> this is a fight we've had already, yes. so we'll just move on.
1: But she does- I'm still sore from it. <laughs> she does. I gave you points. What else do you want from me? Uh, she she does set up her own detective agency uh, and, like your plot, No one takes her seriously, so Mm -hmm. we see a series of um, older men, mostly, uh, sort of saying, questioning her based on her age and her gender, and people also asking, can you get your brother onto this case? So even though she was successful in the previous movie, no one is taking her seriously and uh anola will lament that no one sort of cares about what she did before like these barriers yeah. are in
0: place maybe everyone thinks that sherlock solved the mystery last <laughs> time <laughs> and she doesn't, doesn't get any credit it? for it
1: yeah 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 well it wasn't a, it wasn't a big case that really well i guess it was in in hindsight like it broke down
0: like well if it wasn't for her there part. wouldn't be the the vote for women you know for yes. women's suffrage or whatever yeah
1: but maybe that'll be a thing for her she'll be like i did all this stuff and still no one takes me seriously it yeah. does it almost like it doesn't matter yeah Monkey Island 2 vibes. Yes.
0: I wasn't going to bring that up, but that's what I was thinking.
1: Uh, We've just played the recent Monkey Island game. I think that's fresh in our minds. Yes. Um, So, Enola is packing up for the day. She tells the audience that she's low on money, and she thinks the detective agency is sort of not going to work out. So, she's just about to give up. She's got her suitcases. I think she probably, the office, like, is chasing her for rent and saying,
0: get out. So, this is like... This is the last... Maybe it's the same landlady from the previous movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's she's down on her luck. But then all of a sudden, a small girl appears and asks her to find her sister. We see this all in the trailer. She says her sister is a factory worker that has gone missing and no one seems to know or care where she is. I'm going to say the little girl's name is Elizabeth. Why? I picked a name. Well done. <laughs> picked a, a British name. And her, the sister that is missing is called Belle or Bella. There you go. Just picked their name out of nowhere. They're both orphan children. Bell works so that they both can be fed and be housed. So you, so know, you made the same presumption I did. Yeah, I did. I did. And Anola takes the job, and she does so because also, she sa- cares. It, yes.
0: Also, you presume that she worked in the factory like I did too, because they I never think, actually said that she does. I think it was written. I think it was said somewhere, wasn't it? I don't believe so.
1: I, I thought it was. I thought I read that.
0: Maybe we just assumed that. Yeah, I think we just both presume that, Maybe. just given the trailer.
1: I mean, she does definitely go to a factory, so.
0: It's a good assumption. It makes
1: sense. So, you know, I didn't say
0: specifically
1: that Enola would refuse to get paid. That's a a good prediction by you. Sure. I think she's doing it because,
0: you know, her heart's in it, but- She wants to prove herself. Yeah. That was my reasoning. Yeah,
1: it makes sense. The principle. This is going to be a theme as well. Um, Enola Holmes, the difference between Enola Holmes and Sherlock is Enola Holmes is going to be, wait for it, more emotional and more empathetic. Than Sherlock Holmes is that and time of the month,
0: is it? That's going to be her superpower. Sorry, everybody, that was a <laughs> terrible joke. Tasteless, <laughs> Classic. <Yes.
1: laughs> yeah, no, that's going to be the difference between the two, and that gives her an edge,
0: right? She well, Sherlock if Com- anything, Sherlock looks more emotional in the trailer. No, he's he the doesn't. One kicking shit. And- Don't tell anybody that. <laughs> Don't tell, the, tell another, the. I smell another lawsuit <laughs> coming.
1: <laughs> they know he's definitely not emotional at all. So. Nola goes to the factory first. That makes sense. She worked at the factory, mm. so she goes there incognito to poke around. She goes like- What sort, sort of factory of stealth is Stealth around. It? You know, I didn't know what sort of factory it was. To me, it looked like a lo- almost a laundromat, but I think it's just going to be any kind of a factory. A laundromat? It doesn't really matter what kind of factory it is. I will say that they're making- Babies. <laughs> it's a baby factory. It's a brokerage. baby factory. Uh, God, I don't know. Some some industrial thing. Why can't I think they're of thing? making anything? mercury
0: yeah. with thermometers. <laughs>
1: I don't know. It's just gonna be a factory making pipes.
0: <laughs> okay, for Sherlock to smoke. Well done. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's pipes pipes for
1: Sherlock to smoke. It's violins. It doesn't matter. It's, it's just uranium factory. It's just a very hard work life that they all have to do. They're on sure. they're on sort of well conveyor belts. Yeah, very young people.
0: Oliver Twist is there.
1: Yeah, saying, Please, sir, can I have some more? So, another theme of this movie is going to be that Enola Holmes has no idea about the harsh and gritty life of London and comes from a place of privilege. And many people around her that she sort of encounters, with the exception of the elite, uh, wouldn't have had her education and wouldn't have grown up in a place where they've been empowered. So, it's very much going to be more so than the first movie or maybe the same as the first movie, a fish out of water sort of moment because she is seeing the harsh realities of life. Okay. And seeing that she comes from a place that she was better off than some of these other people were, and her eyes are kind of being open there. Once she's in the factory, she's, one of the factory girls will point her to an aristocratic woman <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, who is pa- played by um, Sharon, and she, this person's going to have like an air of authority, so Anola Holmes is going to be immediately being like, "What's this person? What's yeah. going on here?" And the factory girl will tell Anola that this person was there the night Bell was taken, and so this is going to be her lead. Now, Enola, Enola Holmes, when she's sort of running around, bumps into Lestrade, who is also in the factory at this point. And Lestrade. What's he doing there? Well, that's the thing, right? Lestrade mistakenly says, What are you doing here? Sherlock Holmes was looking here a day ago. Are you working with him on his case? Because oh, he was. I see. In factory very nice. As well. And he mistakenly slips that uh, Sherlock Holmes was looking into a murder of the factory floor manager. And oh, Enola very nice. Holmes was, just- was
0: alive in my plot. <laughs> and Enola Poor Holmes guy. is like,
1: Huh. That's funny that my brother is looking into the same thing. So then she goes to Sherlock's and house. And of
0: course she tells Lestrade, yes, we are working on the case, just like she did in the first movie. Yeah, absolutely.
1: But then she goes to then she goes to Sherlock's home in Baker Street.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, She's looking around and then it,
1: I think what's going to happen actually is Sherlock Holmes will see Sherlock Holmes come come back home, look, look around, sort of de-stressed from his day because he's very yeah. vexed, as the trailer says. Notices something is wrong. Notices something is like moved. Goes straight to the board of clues that he has. Yep. Opens it up and then Enola Holmes falls out yep, He's like, yep, I that's found right. you That's what's going to happen
0: So exactly what I
1: said Exactly what you said, yeah Sherlock will say he's investigating a series of murders Murders, uh, wow well. Yes, in
0: which the dead bit de- more extreme than robberies
1: In which, uh, that's the only thing I could think of I was like, what's going on? Robberies made more sense But I was like, I'm going to say it's murders In which the uh, dead floor Maybe it's Jack the Ripper Is part of it I did think that Yeah, wow <laughs> That would be cool That would be cool Yeah, yeah So he was hired by the aristocratic woman And I'm going to call her Meg Meg <laughs> Meg Meg? Why Meg? I don't know. Because I just thought of. Was Jason Statham there? I nearly, the I Meg. nearly went with Madam M, but I just kept thinking of like Jason Statham saying Meg because everyone has the this Meg. thick London accent. I'm just yeah. like Meg, so I'm going to call him Meg. Just it's- to
0: be clear, Jason Statham is not in this movie,
1: <laughs> unfortunately. So, but Sherlock. But so she, Meg hired Sherlock Holmes, but Sherlock Holmes believes she's involved too. And you know, Sherlock Holmes is about right, the okay. case rather than the people. So even though, so floor
0: managers across the city are being taken out.
1: Well. People have been murdered. The floor manager was one of those people okay. that were murdered and he's and there's So a,
0: in sort of like in my plot with the robbery, Sherlock thinks that there's a connection between the murders, but he's not seeing it.
1: Yes, exactly the same. Replace okay. robbery with murders, and it's okay. pretty much exactly the same okay. plot. Which is surprising, right? We're we're kind of on a similar track here. So either way, Enola Holmes will tell or oh, sorry, not Enola Holmes, Sherlock will tell Enola to back off. Pierce Get off, away bitch. from it. This is my thing. Anola will discover that there's an invitation. She notices an invitation to a fancy masquerade ball and realizes that, like, I think, I think she must, she would find out or realize that Meg must be going to this. So,
0: <laughs> don't sorry, I how. can't get over Meg.
1: <laughs> don't know how. Maybe, maybe, maybe the invitation is from Meg and she's like, ah, ah okay. So, this so is she knows noticed- exactly like in my she, plot. Yeah, too. I know. How scary is yeah. it? It's like, it's going beat for beat. So she notices this and then she's like, okay, I've got a lead. So the only person she can think of uh-huh. to. An invitation to such a ball is
0: Lord Shakespeare. Wow.
1: Anola <laughs> Holmes contacts her, him somehow. Maybe she goes to his gate or whatever and says, "Hey, let's meet up in a park. I want to be, you know, away from everybody. This is hush hush kind of thing." Yeah. She. She. Oh, yeah, a romantic and like, liaison. Ooh. And we're going to have a moment of cuteness in the park. And Tewksbury will say, well, you know what? I'm invited because I'm a rich aristocrat as well. I'm invited. I Well, I can get an invitation to this ball. You can go as my date. My guest, just like in my plot. It, well, there are, he's actually her date or okay. his date. So I think that was implied when I said it. <laughs> so they go together. Now, they're going to go to this ball. There's going to be some theatrics there, some... Um, I, I just thought they were like an acrobatic show. I think it's going to be a novelty thing. Maybe people are breathing right. fire. People are dancing. I did not think these characters were important at all. So it's interesting that you think that yeah.
0: they're huge to the plot. But Well, I thought why show them in the trailer if they're not important? It is a good call. It is a good call. If I it's just, just a throwaway thing, I'm going to be so upset. <laughs> I just thought it was, you know,
1: the spectacle, right? Ola Holmes is in Masquerade as well and she's sort of all gowned up. Uh, so Anola will eavesdrop. So she'll like rum it like you know Chicksbury might be a distraction, and she'll veer off as they do in these kind of movies yep. into the backs uh, back of the room where the party's not at, and she'll eavesdrop on Meg talking to a sinister character. Wow,
0: <laughs> exactly like in my plot, <laughs> Who was played by our. I professor. might as well have just predicted your plot, to be <laughs> yeah. honest, rather than the movie. <laughs> How crazy is this? It's insane. What are you saying? A few, a few small details,
1: but yeah, it's 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 uh it's our Professor Lupin. I just called him the Duke. That just sounds like a oh, wow. bad guy name to me, so that's what I'm referring to him as, the Duke. Yeah, uh, just
0: like in uh, Moulin Rouge. Yes,
1: yeah, that's exactly where yeah. I got it from, actually.
0: Now, the Maharaja. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, so- sorry. It always gets me when he says the Maharaja. <laughs> you hate that movie.
1: <laughs> I know, but that that, that, that the Maharaja. God. Okay, so back back to Anola. Meg has her doubts about the plan. She's like, "Oh, are you sure about this? We don't get a we don't get a lot of information from it." But she's like, "Oh, are you sure about this? I don't know. I don't know." And the Duke yells at her and says, "This must be done. We're in too deep. Just go with the plan." Yep. Right? Suddenly, they're interrupted. They go, "Oh no! So- someone's broken in!" And Anola obviously thinks it's her. Oh, she's been caught, but it's somebody else. So they ah. scatter. Anola Holmes is like, "Oh no! Oh no! There's an explosion!" <laughs> oh, I see. Yep. And Anola runs into her mother. And oh I'll, what are you doing Yeah, And and Enola and Anola and her mother tried to flee, but Enola uh what's her name? Eudoria tells Enola that it's not just it's not just um Belle that's been kidnapped. There's been a number of women that have been kidnapped. I see. So this is a a, a larger sort of conspiracy conspiracy yeah. yeah so they both run you know try to evade everyone's sort of So chasing. quite like
0: in my plot Eudora tells anola there's something deeper going on than what appears on the surface yep
1: yep wow yep, yep. they jump into a carriage like a wagon and they yep. sort of flee now it turns so so, the, so Eudoria is kind of filling her in there's like oh it's not like I've been noticing all these females disappear and nobody's like nobody's sort of investigating it they just mm-hmm. go go without a trace and this person that you're investigating is is in this Bell yeah Bell is Bell is just like the latest one. Now the wagon driver turns out to be a bad guy, he turns on both of them. So Eudoria and Anola have to flee the wagon. Eudoria will blow up a postbox somehow for fun to distract to distract, you know, everybody because there's police okay. chasing him at this point. It's a mess, but go with me. I guess I guess because Eudoria is a is a felon yeah. and she, you know, caused chaos in this aristocratic party and the duke obviously has connections to the police, so the police sort of chase. So they split up, and that's where we get to the start of this movie. Now, Enola might fend off some of the police, but eventually she'll go to jail because we see oh, jail interesting. in the trailer. Yeah, uh, I know you thought that this would be Eudoria's cell, but I think it's going to be Enola. Interesting, very now, interesting. Maybe uh, Enola might have, like, a- period of time in this movie much like the boarding school where she's like talking to other criminals and that kind of thing she's in
0: the jail in the same way she was in the boarding maybe she goes back to the boarding school (laughs) no she'll be in the jail we're gonna see
1: the jail because we want to see the hardships of London right and or London in this time now Eudoria will blow up the prison walls uh, mm-hmm. to help- That's the other way around mm. in your plot. Okay, interesting. To help Enola, but rather than using this to escape, Enola's going to use this as a distraction. She's going to steal some clothes and escape uh, incognito. I believe she's wearing that, like, blue suit that looked like-
0: It's a dress. It is a dress. It's got buttons on the front.
1: I kind of was, like, thinking maybe it's a police officer suit, but maybe she'll just- Yeah, I think she'll- well, A lady police officer You know what? Suit. I'm going to say she's going to dress in a in a police uniform and escape. Okay. But then, you know, get changed afterwards. Sure. Now, she's going to go back to the factory at night. <laughs> yep. To see what's going on. She runs into Sherlock. Same way. We don't know who Sherlock is unless we watch the trailer. We don't know this is Sherlock. Sorry. Yep. Unless we watch the trailer. There's a fight scene. And then all of a sudden it's revealed to be Sherlock. And obviously, Sherlock says- he Goes to hit her in the head with a hammer. Our cases are connected. Right. Yep.
0: So uh, what's Sherlock's case? Oh, wait. He's investigating murders, isn't he? Yep. Yeah, that's right. So, he's come back to the scene of the crime where the floor manager was murdered presumably days earlier- Yes. For whatever that's reason. Right. That's
1: right. Well, I'm getting into it. Yes. So, Sherlock and Enola are going to be working together at this point. They finally meet up with Meg. So, they meet Meg in this factory. She's, like, trying to maybe get rid of at stuff. At night time. Yep. Okay, yeah. Yep. She's burning evidence in yeah, an incinerator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they confront her. And she admits that the Duke is the mastermind behind this whole thing. What they're doing mm. is they're they're kidnapping working class women. And the idea okay. is because no one in society will miss them a little bit of a message there right like yeah. you know the the people that fall through the cracks and we, we kind of think maybe throughout the movie, we think maybe they're being sold to like sex, you know, work or something yep. nefarious like that. But what is actually happening <laughs> is they're using them as a labor force. Interesting. To create weapons, to sell them to terrorist organizations. Uh, okay. the, re- the reason the floor manager- what, they're not trying to start a world war to profit off uh, <laughs> military assets? Yep. Uh, that same old so- bullshit you do in all of your plots? Yep. Uh, so the reason the floor manager was killed, that uh, in- Sherlock was investigating, was because he fell in love with Bella. Uh, and wanted to free her, wanted to get out of this or like get out of this Wait,
0: conspiracy. What? Say that again. Who was in love with Bella? Sherlock. No, the the floor manager. The oh, the floor, floor manager. manager, okay, so yep. the floor manager that Sherlock was investigating was in love with Bella. He was killed because he would have noticed that she was missing.
1: Well, yeah. So he was like, I I want Bella to be free and they were like, Nope. And they okay. killed him. Because he was trying to back out. The Duke's okay, trying to kill people who are who are backing out. That's why Meg is on the run as well. Right, I got I got gotcha. you. Meg is in the same boat, right? She's she's going to be killed. The Meg. So, uh, the Duke is planning to stage a raid on an aristocratic event. I should have made this the masquerade ball, but I didn't. Sure. A lot of world leaders are going to be there. They are going to have masked people attack and put w- w- England into a war that they can profiteer off. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is not going to happen. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm. I, I did it for the last <laughs> the last movie, so I'm going to do it for this one. Yeah, but it didn't work for you.
1: I know, but I'm I'm going to still I'm going to try it again. I'm going to try it again. Hopefully, this can pay off.
0: Wait, didn't you say it happened in the original
1: Sherlock Holmes movie? Uh, it happened in number two, the Robert Downey Jr. one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Game of Shadows or whatever that yeah, one yeah, was that's called. Right. Yeah, yeah. That was a stupid movie. Why would they <laughs> repeat plot points? Here? Gonna, for lack of nothing else, you know what I mean. I, I really
1: struggled, so I was like, I'm just going to go to a Maddie D trope. Anyway, Sherlock tells Enola, "Look, we're going to go to the police. We're going to do this properly." However, Enola feels that the police have been bought off by the Duke. She knows this, so she's okay. like, "Yeah, sure, Sherlock. We'll certainly do that." So Sherlock goes, and when she when she's she's organised a meet up with Enola and she meets edith instead okay and edith sort of explains to her yeah Nola's going to go and do her own thing now she t- sent me this okay, message yep. to her and this or is way-
0: just as useless as she was in yep. the first movie and, well not quite but she sort of says it's the bearer of information yes
1: yeah she says enola is a force of nature you can't get her to do what she wants she's yep. going to do it she's going to go with her heart and this is where sherlock's going to be like oh she's going to go to this event and stop it herself enola will arrive with an army of worker women wow She's rallied. Well, Edith had a whole bunch of people that she knew, so she used the connection with Edith just to come in and arrive at this event and they fight the bad guys. (laughs) Okay, everyone's getting punched. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like the women charge and all these like these men are just like, oh no, and they just beat up the men. It's gonna be awesome. Great. Yep. Uh, And and eventually, like the you know, they stop the duke. They stop the bombs. I'm going to say it's bombs that are going to go off. They stop her plans. But
0: wow! So you're just doubling down on the plot that (laughs) didn't work out for you in the previous home, in the previous Uh, Nola Holmes movie. Yep.
1: Yep, now the police
0: come in and everyone gets
1: arrested. Everyone just gets arrested. Now, of course, they all go to jail. Didn't we just arrest you, Enola? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, she's technically escaped from jail, so True. you know what I mean? So, you know, the bad guy gets arrested, but Enola Holmes does as well. She's in cuffs and she's in a paddy wagon, and this is played pretty much for life. paddy wagon? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the police In the 1800s. <laughs> the, the,
0: equivalent
1: a of... <laughs> the equivalent of- literal paddy wagon. Equivalent. She's in a wagon, she's got cuffs on, she goes to jail, she gets told that she's going to be bailed out by Tewksbury, so it's all going to be good. And obviously, the police know about what she's done, so she's, she's on her way out. We might have a cute moment with Tewksbury, but before she's going to leave the jail, uh, another person in the cell asks for her services, says, oh, I found out so much about you. I want to hire you as a detective. And we know that now she is now being taken seriously as a detective. And What, By criminals? Well, right. it might be just someone visiting her. So someone comes to visit okay. her and goes, "I've come all this way to find you. I really need you to help with this case." And Enola Holmes will smile at the camera. Everything. What went- happened to Bella? They never found Bella. Oh, they did. Yeah, at the end, she's in a in a bag somewhere. She, she's she's with a- the she's with the warrior women. Yeah, no, she's in a suitcase
0: somewhere. She's she's okay. With the penguin.
1: She she meets up. There's going to be a tender moment with her and Elizabeth where they hug and you know everything's all good. Uh, interesting that you think Moriarty will be in this movie. I don't think they'll touch Moriarty personally. I think that's for sure, other yeah. stories. Um, and I was also- just going out on a limb. To yeah, be honest. well, you got. I mean, he
0: originally wasn't Moriarty in my plot, but then I was just like, "Fuck it, just make him Moriarty." Go for it.
1: Go for broke. Um, and also, I guess we both agree that uh, Mycroft is not going to be in this either. Thank God, because I don't want to. He
0: may have mind. a cameo. That's my impression. He may have a cameo. So points in the future if he does, <laughs> but I don't think he's going to be as important as he was in the first movie.
1: So that's it. That's my plot. Well done. Look at you go. That was hard. I
0: can't believe how similar we, we had, like the similar elements that we had pop up throughout the, the plots. Yes. I was very surprised at that. I was I was so sure that we were going to have so many differences, but it Me looks too. like we're both looking at very similar movies here. Yeah. Or at least seeing very similar we're movies. We're definitely picking the
1: same moments from the trailer and, and yeah. using it. So either we're both very, very right or we're both very, very wrong.
0: Yeah. I can guarantee you it's one of those two. <laughs> so we've got a 50-50 chance. Yep of being dead wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Do you, the dear listener, have a theory on what you think is going to happen in Enola Holmes 2? Well, bully on you. You can let us know in several places. You can find us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. I promise I check that email address every now and again, so I will read your theory if it comes through, or you can just simply leave us a comment on this episode's page on our Podbean site. Let us know anything you think is going to happen in this upcoming movie. And let us know if you're excited to see this sequel. Were you a fan of the previous movie? Yeah. What are you excited to see in this new movie?
1: Absolutely. I also want to hear from people who might be fans of the books. What do yes. they want to see from the books in this movie? Maybe you
0: have an edge. Have you read The Mystery of the Left-Handed Girl or whatever that yeah. book was called?
1: Maybe there's something in the trailer that you're noticing from the books that's like, oh, they're definitely going to do this. Let us know. Of course, don't spoil it for
0: everybody else, yes. but I'd be very interested. In I'm that. very curious myself since I didn't read that book. So, yeah, let us know if you think that this movie is cut and dry based on that Nancy Springer novel or just if you're a fan of the book series and you're seeing a lot of differences from the book in this trailer. Just let us know that as well. Mm. So, before we wrap it up for another week, let's talk about what we're going to be discussing next week. As is standard, we're going back and doing another installment of actual spoilers where we revisit a movie that we've predicted in the past and see how close we got to predicting it. And just in time for the Halloween season, I hope you're ready to be spooked, Matty D. Always. Because next week we're covering how well we did in predicting the plot of Come Play <laughs> It's finally time Oh, that movie was terrible Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have to watch that it movie again It was That was one of the worst movies of not 2020 only of 2020, but I think I've ever seen Alright, I'm not going to accept that Given that we covered Fantasy Island and you described it as, quote, fine I'm not going to accept that you're going to say that uh, Come Play is worse than that I think Come Play is worse but well, we can discuss this next week. Alright, maybe we maybe, maybe I'll week. like it this time. Yeah, yeah, maybe. And maybe pigs will fly. <laughs> maybe Maddie D won't predict that everything is profiteering for war. <laughs> we'll find out next week. So please join us next week for that. And until then. The Kieran and Maddie D
1: Detective Agency is
0: closed for the day.
1: Your Majesty, do you think I could have a picture of us together? But who's going to take the photograph? Oh no, I'll take the photograph. You see, it's a type of a self photograph. I can take it, and I will be in it also. You know what? I find to take the most attractive photographs, you need to purse your lips together like a duck billed platypus. Platypus face, chin's up. Mm. Mm. Hey, 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 girl. You know, maybe over by the window. The
0: lighting's much better. Yes, it's yes, a capital idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Mum! 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 Majesty! Mum! Mum!
1: Tell me, Watson. She's dead. Dear God. we have killed the Queen. Are you alright, Your Majesty? Yes. Yes, I'm alright. Are you sure? Yes, I'm quite fine. My lover John Watson will take good care of me.
0: Did you want that photograph? I didn't want
1: the photograph. What are you talking about? Mr. Holmes, Dr. Watson? I'm very, very safe. She's so dead. So dead.